Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. And welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we're hitting you with a little mini-sode here today. Uh, it is the eve of the season. It is March 31st. My birthday is tomorrow. Uh, and yeah, and baseball season is uh, also going to begin. So that's, you know, the second most important thing that's, uh, that's happening tomorrow. Uh, but for the purposes <laughs> of this podcast, we're very excited about it. Um, Jeremy's actually going to opening day. Is that right, Jeremy? Yeah, I am. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I am. No, no further comments, but uh, I'll, I'll do that, <laughs> yes. yeah, Jeremy's got about 50 burner email accounts that he uses to enter the Cubs raffles. So he, he won tickets to opening day. So he's, uh, he's excited <laughs> about that. But we wanted, uh, yeah, we wanted to hit you with a little episode here, uh, like we've done in previous seasons, just to kind of talk about things that we're excited about uh, in the upcoming year, 2021. Yeah, always an exciting time. Uh, the 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 night before opening day, um, and uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to um, to watch from home for sure. But uh, to be there, it's been a long time since the Cubs opened. Like true opening day was at home, so um, it'll be a, a first time in a while that I'm you know will be at the first game of the year as opposed to uh, just the first home game. So I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna have to record it so I can catch uh, John Shambi's first. Um, uh, you know, game called, but uh, I'll, I'll go back and watch the video of that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so excitement is in the air, Jack, uh, baseball's in the air. Uh, the Cubs are back in town from Arizona and um, uh, they're playing tomorrow. Jack, I got a story to lead off this episode with. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? And uh, I, you know, so I told you yesterday that I have a story. Uh, oh God, I was yeah. saving it for the podcast, but I, okay. I have to, uh, yeah. So I had to save it for the podcast. So, okay. So uh, I, you may know this listeners of rain delay theater, but I uh, collect baseball cards. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, I maybe mentioned it a couple of times here or there. Um, I live, we're in Chicago and like oddly for Chicago, there are only two baseball card shops in the city of Chicago. And they also happen to be like a half a mile apart from each other. There's some in the suburbs, but uh, in Chicago proper, there's only two and we live right by them. So I was, um, I was also, I'm also in the process of moving uh, just finally finished yesterday. So I was driving like the last load of stuff back to the house uh, or second to last load. I stopped in the card shop because I wanted to get a couple packs of this new tops heritage set that came out, go into this little card shop. That's uh, right by my house. Um, really small place, like really small, like store. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm in there and like, it's usually pretty empty. I was kind of in a hurry, usually empty. There's a couple guys in the back looking at like basketball cards. And there's a couple like weirdos, like general weirdos, like that are in baseball card shops, myself included, um, you know, waiting to buy <laughs> packs or whatever. Uh, but these two guys were kind of in the back, uh, these younger guys. And they were like, I heard them talking and they were like geeking out over basketball cards. I could, could tell they were just like kind of being generally geeky about cards. Um, and I'm kind of standing there and I'm, I'm kind of like, in a huff, like trying to like, like hurry to, uh, to get my packs and get out of there. Cause we're, we're still, we still have one more load to go. And, um, I hear this guy, like I hear the owner talking to this, the, one of those two young guy, younger guys in the back. And he's like, uh, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we got some uh, packs of NBA hoops over here. So like basketball, like old school and, uh, basketball cards. And he's like, Oh, cool, cool. And like, they were like just talking and making conversation. And 
Um, I look over it at one of the guys, Jack, mm -hmm. and it's Chris Bryant. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Chris Bryant was in, I was in the card shop with Chris Bryant. Oh my God. Did you say anything to him? So I didn't Jack to, to, to cut to the chase because, because there were these two other weirdos in there. And like, one was a bona fide weirdo. Um, uh -huh. like, and, and I didn't want to fucking blow up his spot, man. I mean, like, yeah. like, I think at the end of the day, like, obviously I would love to meet him and thank him for the 2016 world series and whatever. And, um, you know, offer to like, you know, rub his shoulders or something, but, uh, um, you know, I, at the end of the day, more so than that, I don't want to like, I don't want to draw attention to this guy and fucking like, you know, like get him hounded by these other two weirdos there. So I didn't say anything. And, uh, I, you know, I, I regret it, but like, it was still pretty damn cool. Um, the, the card owner, the card shop owner, like went over to help me. And like, I kind of like made like big eyes at him and I kind of like slightly pointed with my head at like, you know, I'm like to acknowledge like, Hey, I know who that is. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was wild. He was just there like with, with this younger guy who like turns out, the, I, I, so I went in there again today to talk to the owner um, and turn, he was calling him his agent, but it wasn't Scott Boris. Right. And uh -huh. so it must've been like a junior agent or something, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but they were, they were like buying cards. And so I talked to the owner today and I, apparently I just missed him again today. He came back in today and Jesus um, Christ, man. yeah. And so he was like, yeah, you know, um, uh, he said that yesterday was his first time in there, but he was like into all these cards. He came back and he bought a bunch of, baseball or uh, no actually a bunch of football and basketball cards oddly enough um and he said that like him and like rizzo were going over to like ryan dempster's house to like break open some some boxes of cards or whatever so wow. it's just crazy um and so but but he but but the owner was saying like yeah you know he, he was super nice he was like saying hey you want to you want to go to a game you want to get on the field like uh and Jeez. he's like he's like yeah you know i uh i think i might uh you know, I'm like, Hey, do you want to do an autograph signing here? Like, uh, you know, I'll buy some, you know, uh, some photos, you know, cause I gotta, I gotta get something out of it too. So I'll sell some photos and he'll sign it. I'm like, what do you get something out of it? It's like, you're yeah. around Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant's in your shop. That's what you're getting out of it. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. But, um, so yeah, so Chris Bryant, um, frequents, uh, now, uh, the baseball card shop, like a block from my house. That's uh, that's awesome, Jeremy. It would have been funny if in the true spirit of card collectors, you had made eyes at the, the owner of the shop and he would have had no idea who Chris Bryant was. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, I, was, wow, I that... was prepared for that, actually. Like, like I was I came in and I said, uh, so, uh, you know, to the guy, I'm like, was the guy who in here yesterday who I thought it was? And he's like, oh, Chris Bryant. And I thought he, I, I was almost waiting for him to say, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he knew. So, uh, yeah. So that was interesting. Wow, that's awesome, man. I wonder, you know, when those three uh, ball players, when uh, Bryant and Rizzo and Dempster hung out, I wonder, I wonder how much like forced laughter uh, is like brought out on Rizzo and Bryant's part from you know having to hang out with Dempster. I don't yeah. know. He just like know. gets up on on the table and starts doing his Harry Carey, and you know, Chris and and Anthony Rizzo like look at each other side eyes and like, haha, yeah, great, great, Ryan, good one, you know. <laughs> Well, Jeremy, you gotta you gotta do a now you gotta be Jimmy. This place is a block away from your house. You gotta do a, a Jimmy Stewart from 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 rear window. You know, just sit at you know sit at your window the whole time with like binoculars, trying to trying to see when Chris Bryant comes in. Well, yeah, Jack, and uh, I'm going to uh, carry. I have I actually have a card that I I do actually want Chris Bryant to sign at some point in in my life. Uh, so I'm going to be walking into the shop every time I go there with that card in my pocket and a and a sharpie. So we'll see. <laughs>
we'll see what happens. He said that he signed an autograph yeah. for somebody. Like, so he's oh, like wow. some some guy came up to him and like was like, he said he was like, yeah, some guy was uh, on his way back from Cl- to Cleveland and he's like, oh man, I gotta see this. Like, I couldn't tell if he was like saying that the guy was upset to see Chris Bryant or what. But then he's like, he left and then he came back with his receipt and he's like, oh Chris, could you sign this for me? He's like, yeah, sure, man. And like he gave him like a fist bump. He's like, he, you know, no shaking hands, but he gave him a fist bump and uh you know he was super nice and so and he like the owner said to me he's like yeah you should have said something i'm like i didn't want to blow up his spot like i I don't know like so um yeah next time i'll say something well hey jeremy you know my uh yeah if you bring that card into the shop and he's there and he signs it you know he he might think it's kind of weird that you have a card of him just on (laughs) you at all times but i was gonna say like you know that george thompson is a player who used to play for marquette one of the greatest players of all time. My dad used to tell me that he used to carry a picture of George Thompson in his wallet. I don't know if that was a joke or not, but you can just, that can be your excuse, Jeremy. The 2016 world series meant so much to you. Yeah. Um, Wow. That's an amazing story. That's super cool. Um, You know, obviously next time I come over, if we're there during business hours, uh, we should head over there also because I haven't been in a card store in a while, but that's, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, we'll have to strategically time it like right before or after a Cubs game. Uh, Cause um, yeah, I, I assume that, uh, He'll, he'll probably, you know, stop in uh, probably after a Cubs game or something. Right. And maybe, maybe bring Rizzo. Uh, they can leave Dempster out of it though. Um, cool, Jeremy. So uh, let's, let's uh, talk. Yeah. Uh, great story. Let's talk about a couple things from the season. So you're, you're going to the game, uh, but we'll, we'll recap that uh, in a future episode. I'm excited to hear about what your experience is going to be like, but uh, yeah, let's talk about some, some rookies here. So what are, uh, who are some rookies that you're excited to see this year? Well, yeah, Jack, a lot of things to be, be excited about. Um, you know, we know like, so many rookies debuted last year in the uh, shortened season. Um, It'll be interesting to see actually how many end up playing this season, because it seemed just like an anomaly. Like it seemed like teams brought them up last year just to get them some experience than they normally wouldn't have debuted. Like, I don't know if Braylon Marquez is going to actually pitch for the Cubs this year. He maybe shouldn't. Um, But um, yeah. So, you know, a couple, a couple things. uh, And Andrew Vaughn is going to make the opening day roster for the White Sox. And they actually are talking about sticking him in left field. We, we <laughs> That's talked, funny. Yeah. We, we prophesied about, that. Yeah. We talked about it as a joke, but it seems like it might, they might actually stick him in there. Uh, so, so that's interesting. Um, Jonathan India uh, is going to, is making the reds out of spring training. He's going to play second base. Uh, he was, I want to say he was like the third overall pick in maybe 2017 or 2018. I think 2018, maybe. Okay. Um, Kyle Isbell is, is debuting for the uh, Royals. Not, not, such a huge name, but um, a guy who's who's uh, been in the system for a while. Um, and then um, I know Albert Elzelay uh, debuted a couple years ago, but he's he's going to make the rotation out of uh, he's the number five starter for the Cubs, so that should be interesting. Uh, he had a a great end of last year, had a pretty rough spring training, except for like his like last start. Um, so he beat out Alec Mills for the fifth spot. Um, so uh, you know. I guess Alec Mills, thank you for your no hitter. Now you know, <laughs> you know, get out to the get out to the pen. Um, you know, make practice your dance moves. I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's I'm I'm excited about that. I, I I'm I'm sad that it's at the cost of Alec Mills losing his his spot. But um, but uh, I have high hopes for Albert Alzali. Um, and then uh, you know, there's definitely going to be some guys down the pike debuting. Uh, Jared Kalanick, matter of time. Uh, Wander Franco, I think, is a matter of time. Uh, Julio Rodriguez for the Mariners, I think will will debut this year. Um, and then of course, like a lot of guys who debuted last year, like I said, are starting like uh, Joe Adele is starting in the minors, Sixto Sanchez. So uh, Sixto Sanchez was my rookie of the year pick. Uh, so 
he's losing some service time already. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but, uh, but yeah, some exciting stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Julio Rodriguez, not to be mistaken with Julian Rodriguez, presumably of Chicago, Illinois, uh, who was the guy at the white Sox game who apparently ate ass. So, uh, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of good rookies though, Jeremy. And, and this year, um, you know, it'll be, uh, I guess we could just get into what we're looking forward to. Um, you know, one of the, one thing I hated about the 60 game season was it was just such a small sample size that it was so hard to actually judge, um, you know, which guys did well, uh, which guys struggled. I mean, sometimes for sl- a slump can last a month for a guy and last year that was half a season. Uh, so if you have a guy who's typically a slow starter or like, uh, Luis Robert, I think he had a really good first month and then just a terrible second month. So it was like, you know, it kind of tanked his whole season. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to there being a 162 game season this year. So that'll be nice. I'm also looking forward to, um, seeing pitchers bat one last time. They're saying that pretty much confirmed that this is the last time that pitchers are going to to bat. So, I mean, I'm sure that's going to be brought up a lot throughout the course of the year. Like I think Adam Wainwright wants to get over 200, 200 average for his career. Madison Bumgarner wants to hit one more home run that would give him 20 for his career. So kind of just seeing how uh, all that stuff plays out. Jeremy, uh, I, I did think that when I was watching the world series, it was refreshing uh, that there was no pitcher hitting. Um, but at the same time, I, I like the pitcher hitting just because it makes the two leagues feel completely different. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that's an archaic line of thinking, but like when you're seeing a national league game, you know, it's a national league game because the pitcher's batting. I think it's so cool that like the leagues have different rules and they're going away for that. Ultimately pitchers hitting sucks, but like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to miss it anyway, at least for the first few years. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I will miss it. I, I will say like last year, maybe I was just like so happy to just have baseball that I, I kind of looked past it, but um, uh, it, it's going to suck. It's going to be sad to, to lose that. Like just a little bit of the charm of, of baseball. Um, that's part of the charm of it. Like it's, it is like from an offensive standpoint, it's, it's ridiculous to have the pitcher hit, but like, it's, um, it's just, it's just one of those baseball things that happens. It's like, why would a guy who doesn't know how to hit have to hit it's like i don't know that's baseball it's like okay well i like it cool you know and oh yeah they're 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 going away from that so like that's gonna be a bummer um i'll say this madison bumgarner should worry about getting an era under four he's not a (laughs) a fucking pitcher like who cares if he has 20 homers like like you know uh just try to be better as a pitcher if that's what you are anyway um but uh but yeah so that'll that'll be um That'll be something to to savor this year for sure. I mean, Jack, obviously I'm looking forward to going to a game. Uh, yes. It will happen. Um, let's let's put a like a target of like early, early to mid-May on, on our first game, uh, let's say. And uh hopefully um, you know, I will uh I'll employ all uh, seven of my email addresses to try to get us <laughs> in the lottery. Um, so uh we'll we'll hopefully that happens. Um, but uh but yeah, I'll say this, Jack. One thing I'm not looking for, I, I Listen, it sucks to 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 be um, pessimistic or angry about like your team before opening day even happens. But I gotta say, I'm I'm overall I'm pretty pissed at the f- fucking Cubs right now um, for their roster choices. Um, uh, I, this is a funny line to draw in the sand for for like just being a Cubs fan and being a, an apologist, I guess. But like the fact that Nico Horner isn't on the goddamn opening day roster fucking incenses me. Um, and I'll say that he's not on there because of, 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 uh, should I call him your boy, Jack? I don't know. Eric Silgard. <laughs> oh uh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You can call him my boy if you want. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. I, so like, um, it's just fucking ridiculous. It's like, why, 
this guy is should be your starting second baseman. And it's like, and I know like they, they gave David Bodie like a contract. It's not even like a big contract, but they gave him some money. So like, he's going to start at second base. Like David Bodie is, is fine. He had a good spring. I think Nico Horner had a better spring. I think he started off really hot and maybe regressed a little bit or like kind of came back down to earth a little bit, but like, what the fuck? Like he should be your opening day second baseman. Are you trying to win? It's like, he should be on your roster starting at second base on opening day. Like he, what else did you want him to do in spring training? It's stupid. Um, so I'm, I'm like pissed about that. Um, I'm also annoyed that they were going to have like, as a, and this is, I know we're arguing about a backup catcher here, but, but PJ Higgins is like a, 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 a rookie, whatever. He's like, he's never, he's, he has, has no major league experience, but he was going to, it seemed like he was going to make the backup catch catcher. And then today the fucking Cubs signed Tony Walters. Uh, oh, so God. Tony Walters is going to be the backup catcher. I think uh, tomorrow when, when the roster is announced tomorrow, Um and they DFA'd uh, James Norwood for that, who's like a pitcher that they drafted. So they DFA'd him just and and are going to like kind of screw over their homegrown catching uh, uh, prospect for for Tony fucking Walters. And that's fucking annoying and stupid. Um, this whole thing about Rizzo, like like not getting a contract done by opening day is fucking annoying and stupid. And like I'm I'm pissed off at the fucking Cubs management right now. And um, I, I don't know. So uh this is a this is even tamer than i thought it was going to be but i'm just like i'm just super annoyed um and it's it's like where the hell is nico horner like he should be on the guy to damn opening day roster that's all i'm saying and uh yeah so i'm I'm already annoyed jack well jeremy um you know i read this good article today about uh scott kingery and like how the phillies basically destroyed scott kingery by <laughs> like uh you know by just playing a bunch of different positions and like telling him to try to hit home runs instead of being a, a line drive hitter so he went from being one of the best prospects in baseball mm-hmm. three or four years ago to just being a guy who uh you know who like sucks now and didn't even make <laughs> the opening day roster for the phillies yeah. and so that sucks like i don't want to see that happen to nico horner um for the cubs um i mean i'm not a cubs fan so i don't i don't really have a, he- a huge rooting <laughs> interest in seeing him do well but like uh yeah that would just be unfortunate for that guy because you know he you know he He's trying to make, trying to make a name for himself. Uh, so yeah, I uh, hear you there. And and Tony Walters, man, maybe there, maybe Jed Hoyer is like still in, still thinking about that base hit Tony Walters got in that wild card game uh, three years ago. I think it was twenty. Well, actually, it was twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen when the Cubs. No, it was twenty eighteen yeah, yeah. when the Cubs lost that wild card game to the Rockies. I think it was Tony Walters yep. that delivered the game winning uh, winning base hit. Sure so. Was. Maybe that, maybe that some thinking went to that, but yeah, sounds like Jed Hoyer's uh, killing it um, for the Brewers. Uh, Dan Vogelbach is going to be on the opening day roster, which is uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I imagine he'll be, uh, you know, just a left-handed bat off the bench. Billy McKinney made the uh, opening oh, day roster. Yeah. I, former yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, I, I'm surprised. I'm like, I'm happier uh, that Billy McKinney is on the roster than you are about any of the guys who made the Cubs, you know? <laughs> um, but I, uh, you know, no, I don't, I don't care about, Billy McKinney, he, him and JP Fireisen got the last two uh, spots. What I'm going to be interested in seeing is Devin Williams is coming off of an injury. He only pitched 27 innings that uh, last year. So I think technically he could qualify as a rookie again, even though he won rookie of the year last year. But what was absurd about him winning rookie of the year was like, if he had had one outing where he pitched an inning and gave up like four earned runs, he probably wouldn't have won rookie of the year. Uh, yeah. It's just that his ERA was so ridiculously low that they, that they gave it to him. So I'll be interesting to see 
um, you know, how he, how he follows up the season um, and just like how the rest of the Brewers rotation plays out. I'm pretty happy with the signings they made in the off season. Uh, Bradley is a little nicked up to start the year. And I think so is Kane, but uh, which is, I think is one of the reasons McKinney made the roster, but, uh, but yeah, it, it'll be exciting. Jeremy, one thing I'm going to say is one of my favorite things in Shakespeare uh, is when, if you're, you know, if you're a, a Shakespeare nerd out there, one of my favorite things is what's called the abutted consonant when, uh, so, so you're, you're, you're talking about something like where the, where you got two words together, right? And the first word ends with the same letter as the second word begins with. So in other words, like the word real life, you know, uh, often when you're saying that you just say real life. So it sounds like one word, you know, so this year, if I get really mad at Craig council, and I need to say that he's beyond diarrhea. I'm going to say that he's beyond diarrhea. I'm going to break <laughs> it up because they say that really, uh, you know, when you do that in Shakespeare, it really emphasizes like both words and it really makes it stand out. So that's uh, that's one thing I want to do this year. And I'm sure I'm going to say it. And also, I, I haven't looked in a while, but I, I'm not sure if Cato Kalin's Twitter account has still been hijacked. So that's something <laughs> I'll need to something I'll need to follow up on. Um, cool. So, yeah, sleeper teams. Jeremy, it seems like I, uh, you know, I sold you the uh, I sold you the ketchup popsicle where you were wearing a white glove. <laughs> like I, I've sold you on the Royals. You seem legitimately excited about the Royals now. <laughs> I am, Jack. I'm a, I'm a believer on the Royals. Um, by the way, we still need to get our picks in, I think, um, or our, our bets in, um, I think we can do that, uh, even, even after tomorrow, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, and, and listeners look out for our over unders episode coming out soon too. I think that'll probably hit you next week. Um, Sweet. so we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, you know, we will have a week in, uh, to, to affect some of our bets, but if, if we change our minds based off of a week of sample size, um, then we might be, uh, we might be, uh, the, the fools here. Um, but, uh, <laughs> And also speaking of um, uh, side side propositions, Jack, uh, we need to make a I don't care about Billy McKinney T-shirt. It's uh, <laughs> uh, another T-shirt that Rain Delay Theater needs to, to market. But um, but yeah, uh, Royals. I'm 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 into I'm into the Royals. I'm interested in, in what's going to happen with them. Um, you know, I think we're both uh, bullish on the Blue Jays, even though uh, Kirby Yates is out for the year already. Um, so uh, we'll see about that one, but. Um, but the offense uh, seems like it's going to be there. So those, uh, those two teams, I think uh, collectively we're, we're, we're kind of excited about as, as sleeper teams. Um, and uh, yeah, injuries like, you know, so speaking of, yeah, Kirby Yates, uh, big, big loss for the Toronto Blue Jays and for the league of its in, in and of itself. Um, but uh, you know, real big losses, uh, friggin' Eloy Jimenez tearing his like exploding his pectoral muscle. Um, apparently he, he had the surgery today to repair that. Um, uh, Kyle Lewis is starting on the DL, uh, speaking of rookies of the year, uh, Zach Gallen is starting on the DL, uh, speaking of, uh, yeah, our boy, our boy, Zach Gallen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of last year of, uh, batting pitchers, um, he hurt himself like swinging a bat. He like broke his, uh, friggin', uh, you know, forearm or whatever. Um, so uh, uh, he, he's going to be on the shelf. So, you know, always uh, rough to, to have some injuries uh, before first pitch and uh, of opening day. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works. The, the, the White Sox, uh, the alloy thing, it's kind of old news at this point. It happened in between our, our last episode recording and dropping. So we didn't really address it. But uh, I mean, he uh, you, you probably shouldn't be climbing the wall trying to rob a homer. That was nowhere near catchable. <laughs> 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 Coral muscle, but hey, it is the White Sox, right? 
Yeah, and they do say that you know Eloy Eloy Jimenez is a uh, you know he he's kind of a butcher in left field, so right, you know, yeah, maybe I, they should have moved him out of there. But it's unfortunate for them because you know Eloy is a guy who potentially could have hit thirty five or forty home runs this year, so that is a huge blow to them. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe Andrew Vaughn will come up. I will say, Jeremy, it does make that uh, Quintana trade look a little bit less painful for you, maybe at least for this year. Well, I was I was trying to take some solace in that uh, while also remembering that. Uh, I have Eloy and Kyle Lewis on my fantasy team. So um, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, it's not looking good for the J man here. Other than me and Chris Bryant, that was a nice, uh, you know, like perk for uh, the, the last week, I would say of, of baseball news. Um, but uh, I, Jack, I think, um, I think we can kind of put a bow on it uh, for now. Um, but uh, we're going to come back tomorrow, actually, Jack. Uh, so yes, like, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the game uh, tomorrow and um, uh, I'm going to be in a pod of one by myself. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll have to talk about that experience. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to bring a tape measure to make sure that the next bastards closest to me are six feet away. Um, and uh, we'll uh, report about what that opening day was like and just what um, opening day uh, around the league was like uh, at about 7 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, that sounds good. This uh, this lone wolf is riding in a pack of one to Wrigley Field tomorrow, you know. Um, yeah, that'll be uh, – yeah, I, I actually can't wait uh, to hear what your experience is like, Jeremy, uh, and bundle up too because it's going to be cold as fuck tomorrow. It's going like to be like 35 degrees. It's going to – yeah 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 we'll see we'll see i got a nice warm jacket so uh that's gonna have to (laughs) it's gonna have to do i guess but um we shall see um the the face mask will be nice i suppose yes absolutely cool well uh yeah we're gonna get back at you tomorrow with all that exciting stuff so uh yeah you're gonna want to hear what uh jeremy's opening day experience is like uh because you know that's probably the only this probably gonna be the only place you're gonna get 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 news about that at least as far as podcasts we're concerned so for jeremy and myself i'm jack swakowski and i'm jeremy denisa and i i'm fine to say my own name jack thank you very much (laughs) god damn you jeremy all right cool we'll see it we'll see you tomorrow folks later (laughs) 